Why does Julian have a breeding pocket? You get one guess. Homer Simpson is the designer of every car in the Free Planets Alliance? And smooching is the best remedy for a dead husband. All this and more on the next episode of Galactic History 101. Okay, well, uh, welcome back, everyone. We've returned to talk about the Free Planets Alliance. Um, I think there's less in general that everyone had notes on here, uh, but I did like this episode a lot, actually. Jessica's War is the name of the episode. Um, and also here, uh, because my Roku... VRV app was fucking up and wouldn't show me any subtitles. <laughs> I switched back to the same translation as y'all. Yeah. So we're on the same page. Yeah. Okay. Um, for this one. And probably in the future too. I do have them all, so yeah. Um we we get a brief little intro from the narrator here that Yang's been promoted to Vice Admiral after his capture of Visserloin. Um, him and Julian are on uh, a fat plane, just a, a big, thick boy plane. Uh, it looks like it has like four wings. It's twice as tall as a Airbus. It's just, it's a fucking enormous plane. They're sitting in first class to just, you know, living it up, living it up here. The, the vice admiral lifestyle. They're going to, uh, Thernusen. Uh, which is apparently where the military academy is. Um, so the Yang's fashion sense here, very interesting. He has like a long sleeve blue polo. I say polo because it's not a full button up. There's only one button next to the collar. So he has to take it off like a polo or normal shirt here. He He can't just button it all the way up. Just anyway, very strange to me. Um, and Julian's in his brown suit from earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. He's a kid, of course. He only has one suit. <laughs> That's all you need as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but also fuck suits. So I'm with Yang here as well. Do I? Do I need to start coming in on? Are you? Are you wearing? Are you wearing a suit do right I? now? Because if you aren't, then you gotta agree with fuck suits. I'm yeah. sorry. If- I will come back. I will come back in three minutes with a zipper on mine this time. Please don't. We can just all show up with suits for the next. I'm going. I'm going. Absolutely not. I'm going to. Maybe. What about just? What about just a sports coat? I can live with a sports coat. That's kind of what Yang is wearing here, right? Because his his bottom shirt is obviously not meant for that coat right like it is not is not a full suit you know what i think i might wear the yang outfit next time that next time that we do this do you have a long sleeve polo is that even a thing that exists they're called rugby shirts <laughs> rugby shirts do you have a rugby shirt no i don't play rugby 
<laughs> no, I have, I have a few. They're just not as stylish as this one. Like uh, I actually really, I actually really like uh, Yang's outfit in this because it's like it's casual enough that you know it's him, but it's also formal enough that he actually recognizes, you know, oh yeah, I guess I have to dress up. Or yeah. if real, or more realistically speaking, it's more like, you know, I'm gonna have to dress up at some point. Suits don't really fold well when you pack them. <laughs> I'll swear it on the plane, whatever, who cares? I have found, and this is a travel tip that does not apply because why would we be taking planes at this point? Uh, <laughs> most planes have like a hanger in the front and you can bring in your suit and hang it so you don't have to fold it. You could do so that. Last time last time I flew, which was literally like five days before everywhere shut down because of COVID. I was going to a funeral in Arkansas. Um, the I had my suit, right? Because I was going to a fucking funeral. And and I carried it on with me and said, hey, can I hang it? And they said, yep. And there's just a fucking spot for hanging shit. So, Good to know. FYI, you don't I have to fold your suit. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, a lot of times I'll wear it. I'll just wear it out unless, you know. Uh, last time when I saw, saw y'all, it was a little bit different of a story because I had some plans for that day that involved actively not being in a suit. <laughs> but uh, typically, I just wear my suit when I fly. It's also, listen, dude, you get you get upgraded to first class a lot more like uh, first your business for some reason. Like it's weird. The that problem, actually makes sense. The problem with leaving from Atlanta's airport <laughs> is that literally everyone has higher status than you because or at least there's enough potential people with higher status than you because they're either coming from international or they're business travelers from Atlanta going somewhere it's it is extremely unlikely to get upgraded leaving Atlanta <laughs> Also, like, if I were to do that, I'd have to wear heels, and I'm just trying to imagine a full day flying and walking around that tarmac in high heels. Like, you see people doing it. You see people looking, like, super fresh. They're just, like, perfectly quaffed. They have that bun. They've got, like, a lady suit with, like, a skirt, and I'm just like, eh. And the power, the power, the power shoulders, (laughs) Kate Beaton style. Yeah, yeah, power shoulders. Yeah. They're, like, a business lady from the 80s. Agent Scully over here. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, Yang is not sporting any of that shit. He is chilling in his rugby shirt, uh, sleeping on the plane. Julian's still dressed up in his suit, I believe. What a dweeb. Uh, He's wearing a tie. Yeah, Yang Yang <laughs> looks frumpy, but way better, I think. Uh, Julian looks like he forced himself to wear this suit and is uncomfortable. Um, But anyway, so they get off the plane. You see the plane land. Uh, it's a big boy plane still. Uh, is, uh, the thickness of the wings alone <laughs> blows my fucking mind. Um, if I think y'all knew this, but as an aerospace engineer in a past life, I can't help but look at this fucking plane and like cry. <laughs> uh, but I'll, in a way that I love it, you know, I wish this was possible to make because uh, it would be dope to have this insanely large plane. Uh. So they're coming down these escalators, and the escalators are just ramps, which is great. Like, I feel like this is the more efficient way to make escalators. 
why would you bother to put, fucking put steps in when you could just make them a flat ramp and then it's the oh, same as a normal conveyor belt? Like, you're no. already doing a conveyor belt. No, I no. don't like it. No, you don't I disagree. Like it. Yeah. Hard no. disagree. Hard no. disagree. Hard no. disagree. No. I have one person, one person falling. They all fall. It's just dominoes down a ramp. See, that's even better. That's great. <laughs> but you're also underestimating, you're also forgetting about something. Uh, you're basically going to be on a hill at that point. On a moving on a moving hill, right? Yeah. Just now, the handrail. Yeah. No. Listen. <laughs> imagine how uncomfortable that's going to be for those of us that are in heels. I, I was going to say it, but I didn't. Alan True. said it for me. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You would be. Um, you would be at. You'd have to like stand backwards. Like you. Yeah. So. Like there's no. And even then, it's not going to be comfortable depending on what what kind of shoes you're wearing. Like it's just. Yeah. I would probably take off the heels and just like either be barefoot or like stockings. Well, yeah, I mean the, I mean you, the pro, the power move. Whenever you know, for women with heat with nice shoes, is always just wear your sneakers or sandals or whatever, and then get changed in, into your shoes at the office. Yeah, but then, but then you don't get upgraded. You true. Get, not, not true. You need the upgrade. You need the upgrade. Change it to your. You upgrade. Listen. You wear your shoes. You get upgraded. You change it to your sneakers. Boom. <laughs> okay. Okay. There. Well, you could just put your flats in your purse. I was gonna say the place I'm coming from is fuck heels anyway. There's there's no reason that some combination of height should be related to the power of your position. Um, flats for life. There should be no reason that we force women to get shoved into heels while dudes just wear their normal-ass fucking loafers. They're literally <laughs> called loafers, and that is an acceptable business shoe. It's bullshit, okay? It's, it's, I appreciate this podcast. Uh, did you know, I'm going to throw out that but actually guy quote that sometimes they pull out. Men were the first people to wear high heels. It was a male fashion choice mm -hmm. and it was very ostentatious and flamboyant. And then women started doing it and they were like, women ruined it for us. And it became a woman thing after that. That sounds like a shitty guy move. So yep. I it does. definitely. It does. My, heels, uh, my heels cap out at, at an inch and a half. So like I have like the babyest version of heels. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like that's not even that wouldn't even make you feel bad going down this movie. Yeah, oh, that would be you, that would be acceptable. Try that. An inch and try and a doing half. that in boots. So are you saying that you have the Trump heel? Like you a cowboy love boot? the Trump heel. <laughs> Robert Downey. the Trump heel in your life, Alan. Is that like the Robert Downey Jr. heel? I have to heel? look at this. You know how Trump's like always leaning forward? <laughs> it's because he's in. Heels. Oh, oh, that's a it lot. Makes sense. Oh, yeah, no, wow. Wait, what are we looking at? It's not posted in Discord. In the chat. Oh. It's not posted in the chat. I'm saying Alan post it in the chat. Please. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you guys can't just chuckle over this podcast. I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I'm just chuckling at I know what Trump looks like leaning forward. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so I'm just copying the first image that I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I gotta put it in the in the correct channel. Hang on. That's fine. You can put it anywhere. Well, there is there oh, is this oh, image geez. of Robert Downey Jr. wearing keeled shoes. Yeah, and they're like 8 inches male, tall because so, RDJ yeah. is only 5'8 and Gwyneth Paltrow is like mm -hmm. 6 foot. 
She sure is. And they always show her wearing like super, super six inch heels in every scene she's in, which is like, you're definitely standing on a box, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Those are some heels. No, but he also yeah. has heel yeah. lifts as well. Like, God, he doesn't know how to stand in those, does he? No. Nope. No. It's bad. Every not time good. I see him, this is all I can think of. It's so ridiculous. Oh, it's not. Like a, that's no bueno. Like, like I. How do you? Like that's. This is even look comfortable. <laughs> like, I mean, like he looks like he is about to fall over in every yeah, picture. I've never seen this. Thank God. I was going to say, okay, put your back straight, your chest out, your butt out. But he's doing all of those things and he's still leaning forward. <laughs> like, like, it's the worst. He sure is. Um, but yeah, so anyway, Trump would fall down if he was going down this ramp for sure. There's no way. He just And, and speaking of, I guess, the guy at the bottom of the stairs here, uh, Raymond Togolot Tog. Tagliati. Tagliati. Raymond Tagliati. I have a lot of notes about his name. So, (laughs) I'll I'll wait till the end. Okay. Also, wait, I missed it. Uh, Did we do the. Did we do something with the hands when we said his name? Or no? Oh, of course. It's it's implied. Yeah. I I, I know it is, but I didn't see it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, so, before he shows up, they come down these escalators, which, yes, I love that you posted this shot because there are so many. I mean, this is that's more than the Atlanta airport has, which is a lot. Like, that's just a fucking ton of escalators right there. The throughput of whatever this airport is is very large. Well, they got to keep up with the big um, boys. Yeah, they got to fill yes. up those planes. Yeah. yeah, they got to fill up the big boy yeah, planes. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, so Yang and Julian get to the bottom, and then there's uh, a whole bunch of news crews. They start taking pictures of him, and then Raymond Togliati walks up with his entourage. And uh, he's, I said, he looks like a slightly less old Mitch McConnell, <laughs> at least based on his triple chin here. <laughs> Because the kind of first shot we get here is like the the nice rooster hang going on. Um, uh, he is the manager of the National Peace Conference, uh, which uh, I guess is in the same way that when things are named the thing that they aren't, but they're, you know... <laughs> Like that's that's because he's the fucking warmonger party over here, right. but it's the National Peace Conference, right? Ah, uh, yeah, it's like like uh, the National Socialist Organization for Family Values, and it's like about hitting right. people or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very much that. Or the Liberal um, Democratic Party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, all of that. In fact, really explicitly, the LDP. Like to a yes. T. Ooh, I can go. I I have a like four-hour tangent. I can go on about why Metal Gear Solid Five is actually about the LDP. <laughs> I don't think everything you're wrong. always comes back to Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, and and yet I feel like we should not go into. I will not be going into that. <laughs> no, no, we only have a couple but, more hours. But, you know, I, fair. I, I do have to say. 
this has been very enjoyable and i know we're continuing it but uh i would be down with opening up more random things to talk about although i would probably need to hire someone to edit all this shit together because (laughs) (laughs) when i don't have time to do the one adding on another will not give me more time uh so anyway okay uh uh this guy comes in holds out his hand for yang to shake Uh, yang's dressed very much his like uh like Kiryu here, uh, except for the blue inner shirt. He's got the gray gray suit, gray jacket, gray pants. He's got the belt. The belt buckle is very visible. Um, I like it a lot. Um, Yang and Kiryu are very close in my in my mind here. Um, but anyway, so Tog- Togliati uh, asks him to uh, shake hands as soon as their hands touch. Uh, suddenly he pulls him over and he's like, oh yes, Yang is here to, to talk about how good my campaign is. I'm national peace conference. His entourage puts up this sign. That's like shitty future font. Raymond Togliati. (laughs) Um, and suddenly all of the press is taking pictures of them like that. Uh, a little girl comes up and. Togliati asks Yang to grab the flowers from her. He grabs the flowers and she's very sad. She's sad to exist. Uh, and Togliati's like, ah, oh, this girl is a world orphan. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, this girl is a war orphan. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and he starts talking about how it's so sad that war, of, war orphans exist and and her father gave his life in the Battle of Astarte. And the only be- way to honor her dead father is to kill the Empire. Peaceful <laughs> coexistence is impossible. The peace party sucks. Vote for me. Fuck him. Bonsai, bonsai. Yeah. Yes, then we get the the same quotes, yes, as the the Trunic speech of Long live the Republic. Down with the Empire. Um... This old cameraman is the best here, too. He has on, like, a a backwards broke-off hat. And the, the visor to look through the camera is, like, literally a visor. It's two eyes. Binoculars. two lenses. I don't know why there would be two lenses for something like this. Future, man. Everything is wider. He should like be in that room at Evangelion with all those guys on the council with fancy sunglasses. He's <laughs> right. like in U two or something. Like I don't yes, know. it's it's the future sunglasses, and he's in the uh, God. I forgot what that group was even called. Well, whatever they were, um, the obelisk people. Oh, really? um, nerve seal. Well, yeah, seal. seal. Yeah, seal. Sele? Sele? I just got done watching Evangelion again for like the sec- actual second time in my life like two weeks ago, so it's still fresh in me. Oh, I am in fact you. very I am in fact very sad. I still haven't watched Rebirth 3. I only made it me through either, like yeah. 10 episodes last time I started watching it, but... Have, have you seen the whole thing? Yeah, I've seen it all before, but I started watching it when it came on Netflix and I only watched a few. I actually have, and this is random aside, that I only only comes to mind because I've been packing. I have the like, uh, 
early 2000s silver DVD set that's apparently oh, rare. The, oh. the Platinums? Oh. Yeah, the Platinums. I have the Platinums in the house. I have a Nerve nice. sticker on my car. Ooh. It came with a Nerve parking pass. So I have a Nerve <laughs> numbered parking pass on my car. Sweet. I'll take a picture of it next time I'm in there. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but... So yeah, I have I have the platinum collection. It was expensive at the time, but it's way more expensive now. So. Yeah, I was gonna say like, but regular yeah. one was expensive as hell. Wasn't it like three episodes per DVD set, and each DVD was like twenty five like to thirty dollars, like three to four, something I think. like that. Man, anime yeah. is, anime is I think it was big. eight DVDs in the the regular box set, so twenty six episodes. Yeah, it's probably like three. Yeah. I think there's only six in the Platinum one, but it's still uh, a little egregious. And it doesn't include the movie or anything. Uh-huh. It's just... Anyway, uh, sorry for random Eva aside here. Uh, this guy sucks. I hate this guy. Um, Everybody hates So Raymond. does Yang. Mm-hmm. So does Yang, because, I mean, he is... Gives him some serious think guy. Yeah. Uh, the crowd starts cheering here too, which I thought was just news people, which like gives this strange twist to the news where they're all uh, very much into this propaganda of Trunic. Uh, the FPA is kind of fucked. I think we knew before, but it's just, it drives it home. It drives it home. Yang is kind of staring daggers at this guy too. He's like, man, fuck you, Togliati. This motherfucker. This motherfucker. <laughs> I like that gif a lot. And his rugby shirt there under the suit, too. Just You see it. You see it in all its glory right here. It does not button all the way down. Mm-hmm. Single button at the top. Um, so, uh, uh, in my summary of this, I called this Yang Accosted in the airport. And now the next scene is Yang accosted in the hotel. Um, so, <laughs> before we go to the hotel, can I just get this? Can I just get this out of my system? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Raymond Togliatti, Minister of Spaghetti, it's a me, Ray Togliatti, Mamma Mia, check out the Visawar orphan, Bota for me, Bota but Doctor, I am Togliatti. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, I make the war orphan. Oh, I use heroes for propaganda. <laughs> like telling Elon Musk. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's it. Well, I, I'm out. I'm. I got it out. We're good. We can continue. I'm glad that we got that out because it was. It needed to come into the world, and you placed it there. So. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, next we go to this hotel. And this hotel, I'm not sure if it's like the most wild hotel in town, but the fountain out front implies that it's the most wild hotel in town. It's like a bunch of angular like beams just shooting out of the fountain and almost Escher-esque in the way that water comes out of it. Sometimes it's inside the beam. Sometimes it's on top of the beam. Anyway, the, the random shit I noticed. Um, the, every building in this shot, too, though, is very large. Uh, this looks more city-esque than what we saw of Heineson. Mm-hmm. 
there's just a whole fucking lot of buildings uh, that you see. Uh, you also get a couple of cars, which, back to car talk, um, future land. I thought we were They're done. very bubbly. They're very bubbly cars. <laughs> it's like... It's like the vision of the future in the 50s, but if you turned all of the car pieces into glass, um, it's it's like it's a convertible with a glass bubble on top, is the way that I would describe these cars shown here. Yes, exactly. yes, that, the, Simpsons, the Simpsons car, Simpsons future car. Um, it's like those self-driving Ubers, except with the jetsons kind of yes yes, yes. jets jetsons yes. self-driving ubers um we get into this room and this room is so large i can't like i've never seen a hotel room this large no matter how fancy the hotel this is 10 times larger than any hotel room you would get this king-size bed is only like a quarter of the room's length um or with really it's just like the bed is tiny and also this room is fucking empty mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's the biggest room ever with nothing in it and i mean that must be a 60 inch tv at least on the other <laughs> end of the room for it to look that big there's also this big ass like future recliner right next to the bed no artwork no that's the weirdest part Have you ever of been to a hotel room without artwork Mm-mm. no, no. You're right. But I have been to hotel rooms this big before. They do exist. Really? Yep. A room this big. A room this big in a hotel. With a single bed in it. I don't, I mean, it's got a full ass king size bed. I mean, usually has one one pillow. Yeah, more than one pillow, but. That does, I, you know, I didn't think about the single pillow in the middle here. It's, it's just a like a white sheet, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, does that mean that his 12-year-old butler kid is just going to sleep in a cot or like in front of the bed or something? No, he's going to sit in the recliner and yeah. sleep there. There is a door, so this might just be, and like a hallway it's that we see asleep. later. Yeah. 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 There's probably servants' quarters where Julian goes. Poor Julian. Wait, this is the, um, wait, this is the, the alliance, not the empire. There are servants' the, quarters, please. Are you sure? <laughs> the help, but they're not servants. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, but yeah, so Yang is on the bed, and he's just like, "Damn, I didn't get expect. I didn't expect to get roped into a political service here." On the TV, it's already showing Yang's arrival and endorsements. <laughs> With the focus on the little girl, yeah. And a news person in front of her talking about it. Very interesting uh, layout there. Uh, Yang's like, yeah, this was probably some Trunic plan. This was the whole reason I had to come here anyway. Is they wanted me to endorse this dude. Um, um, Julian asks... Wait. No, sorry. Julian doesn't ask anything. Uh He is like, man, that little girl was really fucking mad at me, but I understand as I'm a survivor, I don't, I can't really answer her problems, Um, which that sucks. Poor, poor little girl's dad, poor Yang. This is like immediate consequences of his 
successful battle, right? Um, but yeah, uh, he hates again on old Togliati about using a war orphan like this. Mm-hmm. Julian's like, okay, let's stop watching the depressing news. I'll go make you some tea. And Yang's like, yay, put brandy yeah. in it. <laughs> I love brandy. <laughs> and then yes <laughs> then yang literally dies <laughs> i noticed this too it's like what the fuck like he lays down and just bleh, eyes closed looks like he's dying too um, depressed to carry put, on yeah i put in here he's just exhausted at the weight of the world uh the doorbell rings julian goes to get it and these three dudes shove past him and they're like Yang Wenli, and then just punch him, and there's like this, this extremely animated uh, chair falling sequence here, where we just get the whole chair and Yang falling over, <laughs> hands waving in the air. Well, because he 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 dodges the punch, but he still like gives himself a concussion on his own, <laughs> basically. Yeah. 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 <laughs> The dude in the front is like, the hero of Alpha Seal is a shill for a warmonger. <laughs> Which, yeah. True, okay. accurate. Fair, you know. accurate. Um, we see Julian running on the other side of this three-mile-wide room to where their suitcases are in the corner. Uh, there's a gun in one of the suitcases. Julian gets the gun out, points it at the guys, and then you hear a stop. But it's not Julian yelling stop. It's Jessica who is now in the room. Um, So that's good. Uh, There's another knock at the door after Jessica tells them to stop. Julian runs to the door. It's security. And he's like, oh, uh, sorry, we got a little noisy. Some dudes got drunk. What? You're responsible for adults. I'm I'm just a kid. I never get drunk. Drinking's bad, security. And I disagree with it. Okay, bye. Aren't adults silly? Yeah. So that solves the immediate problem there. Um... So then we come back up and we get a, a nice a nice shot looking out the window with Jessica's reflection uh, showing the city. And Jessica is... The window also, by the way, the height of this room is very large. <laughs> the window is basically twice the height of Jessica. Uh, extremely big windows. Um, Yang has moved the giant recliner over right next to it. <laughs> I hope it's on. I hope it has wheels. I hope so too. And I can't tell if it's like carpet or weird hardwood or something, but I, it looks like carpet. Most hotels have carpet, even the nice ones. Yeah. 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 Like, I remember when uh, I was at the Gaylord, they had carpet. And, I mean, it's more. It's easier to deal with than hardwood, so. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. A customer uh, can't get a splinter on carpeting. <laughs> also true. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the uh, um, Jessica or Yang is holding an ice pack to his head during this because, again, he gave himself a concussion by <laughs> knocking the chair over. Um, Jessica asks if he's okay um, and uh, apologizes that her crew came in to fuck him up. Uh, 
the election she is part of the peace party the real peace party not the <laughs> other peace party who's actually the war party um and she's like yeah we had we have a candidate running and it was going great polling numbers were good until you came to town and endorsed a warmonger so good fucking job you piece of shit why are you here um we kind of get more zoom ins of yang's face here as like it's like god damn it i just wanted to see jessica and the whole fucking thing here with uh fuck um the uh we get another shot looking out of this giant window and it's kind of cool here you get like yang standing up and his reflection walks towards jessica's reflection i liked it i thought it was thought it was nice um yang apologizes and then jessica's like well if you're serious then don't go to the event tomorrow (laughs) and yang's like uh and she's like i'm sorry i'm sorry you're you're a public figure i don't get to I don't get to say that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, it sucks. Public life sucks. So then she leaves. And Julian's like, why don't you tell her you love her? You know you love her. Just tell her. You know you're only here to see uh, to see her. And Yang's like, shut up. Where's my tea? I need that brandy more than ever now, sir. Um... But yeah, so this was a good return of Jessica mm-hmm. here. She seems to have like not moved on from Lap, but like found a new cause to fight for, which I think fits in with her thoughts after Lap died of just like, man, fuck this war. Why are we fighting? This is garbage. So yeah, that 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 was good. I like I like Jessica. She's still great. <laughs> yeah jessica's the best mm-hmm. i like her a lot yeah so then we kind of get like a pan of the city at night it's very metropolitan uh bunch of skyscrapers and we go into a restaurant restaurant julian are eating restaurant a restraint <laughs> restraint someone ran out of restraint you know when you're writing you run out of room on the page <laughs> the logo it's like oh shit <laughs> graphic design is my passion even the window in the bottom right is spelled restraint, though. Yeah. It's just like a so, bondage-themed restaurant. That's yeah. Not, wait, there's also another one here. Hang on. I'm, uh... Or maybe very small portions. <laughs> you, you must show restraint at this restraint. <laughs> and don't forget, guys, English Welcome. is my passion. Welcome. 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 Welcome is probably where welcome came from, though. I mean, if we're, like, talking etymology here. Mm -hmm. Well, you might as well come. Good for them. I'm sure sure that was the intent, um, uh, and it wasn't something else. Um, I feel like like I have been told that at some point or other. Like, <laughs> like there's sometimes there's like people that are like playing a party and they're like, well, I mean, you might as well come, I guess. Whatever. That's true. That's true. You all are perfect. You need to get is. your mind out of the gutter. Uh-huh. 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 That's where it lives. Yeah. <laughs> 
Did you notice uh, the lady in the the uniform going down the stairs has like riding boots where none of the oh, other wow. military uniforms do? Like her uniform is therefore better than theirs. I'm just saying, like it looks pretty good. That's true. Riding boots are better than normal boots. Yes. Everyone knows this. That's been, that's Every, that was a four. It is known. <laughs> It's a bad poor. That is a poor Mick. <laughs> That's why I'm sticking to just drinking out of the bottle. Or I could get fancy. I prefer it out of the glass. What can I say? If you want, I can drink out of the tiki glass to join you. You do not have to. You, you can, can do whatever that? you want to. <laughs> if I was drinking shittier beer, I'd drink it out of the bottle. But I like this beer, so class it is um yes uh i love in all of if you couldn't tell by the amount of time we've spent on shots like this then every shot of every random thing going on that is not directly re- related to the plot usually has some great shit to oh yeah it's on. perfect yeah um, like the guy who's about yeah. to like flash the lady over in the left corner, <laughs> like just wearing yeah. like a trench coat and a hat. His hands are in the pockets. She's not even really looking at him, so I don't think she knows who he is. But he's definitely looking at her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's good. Just a, a lot. A, a lot going on here. Like two frames yeah. before this, you can actually see some cars that don't look like the Homer. Mm-hmm. Like, hang on a second. Oh yeah, you're right. Although it kind of looks like it, like in the restaurant one right there, uh, it still is all glass on the top, even. Right? But it's got an actual roof as opposed to just being a bubble. Is what I'm saying. Like yeah. true, it's it's not yeah. bubbly like the ones outside the uh, outside the hotel were. There's um, a man leaning against nothing in this shot. So the one on Discord, like the one that we have posted, that we're all commenting on, not the one with the the cars. There's a man wearing, like, a blue one-piece, and he's just got a hand out, and he's just leaning against what could be the wall. But there's, like, a little mini fence between him and the wall with a good foot in between. He's just, like, he's, like, miming the act of leaning against something. Maybe that's what mimes look like in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's got a cup on the ground. We just can't see it. Hey, because he's a mime. Or maybe yes. he's maybe he's just dancing and he's just in the middle of a <laughs> true voguing. Although, okay, you say uh-huh. no Homer, but some of these cars. Look at the one right in front it's of the a, red one. It's not yeah. Homer. Like, what no the Homer. fuck is going on there? Oh God, that, that's just like that's just weird. But it's not the Homer. What? It's only got. <laughs> Like, what direction is that car going in? It looks like it. Yeah, right. It looks like a tank yeah. facing sideways. You have a with a glass you have top. A skylight, and that's your only skylight. view of the outside. Yeah. yeah, there's no windshield. It's, it's just a skylight. It's designed exclusively for tall people. <laughs> but I mean, oh the one in the back is just a very standard like mini SUV or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I think that that car exists right now. To be honest with you, yeah, it's like a Chevy Spark, maybe. And then the other ones are just like it's the future. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, cars aside, here we go into the restaurant. The restaurant. 
Uh, and in the restaurant, uh, Yang and Julian are eating. They look like they're eating. Uh, for me, it looked like sushi. I don't think it's actually sushi, but it made me really want sushi as I was watching this scene. So I'm going to say that it's sushi. And Julian's like, damn, the rich admiral life is the life for me, baby. <laughs> and Yang's like, well, I mean, I used to eat here in college, man. Like this, the prices haven't really gone up. Uh, and then we get this waiter coming over. He has he has a hair a hairstyle. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It reminds me of Sonic slash Mirai, um, but it's gray with like streaks in it. Gray with white streaks in it, uh, going back to a point like back. He's awakened. I'm miming like people can hear it. Um, very Sonic still. Yes. Um, so he says that some other customers have asked for Yang's autograph and Yang's like, we're trying to kind of have a private dinner here. And the waiter's like, but sir, but sir, please. And so Yang's like, fine. So he signs it. <laughs> and as the waiter's walking away, he fucking snaps and then the lights dim and the national anthem starts playing. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Before the snap, we get a shot of the two girls who have asked for his autograph here. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of these girls has green hair and the other has purple hair. And they're just like, oh, hi, Yang. Hey, Yang. What's up? Like turf bangs. Also, <laughs> green's a very popular haircut, like hairstyle. Like the reporter, the photographer had green hair too. There's another girl first with went green off hair with like Pagliotti. in the background behind yeah. the girl with mm-hmm. hair. It looks like it looks like the the, the exact same design almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Either that or Manic Panic is just like super popular <laughs> in that city. No it one gets no one gets my joke because you guys That's are true. men. Sorry, because we're what. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a brand of hair dye. Okay. Manic panic. Okay. Sorry. Manic panic. Manic panic. They specialize in very very vibrant colors. Wait. Yes, I know this. Yes, I know this line. Yes, you know yes, it? Yes, yes, oh, yes. thank God. Yes. Okay. Okay. I just I just heard like polite chuckles and I was like, oh no. I haven't been. <laughs> I haven't been this. Uh, I haven't been this into my scenes and this. Uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Uh, sexually liberated for me to not know what it is. Oh. Oh. Okay, okay. okay. I appreciate you. A green-haired woman Thank has you. like a twin at the table behind her. The same yeah. pink shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like, like I, her hair's a little longer. <laughs> it's a different shirt because it doesn't have the same oh, cut. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's not a I don't know what that cut is called on the front one, but it's closer uh, to a, yeah. I guess they're not quite turf bangs. Uh, the purple hair looks kind of like the perfect blue lady a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say a little bit like Faye. But that oh, yes. Been, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Like Faye from Cowie Bebop, mm-hmm. to be clear. But that might just be the hair color alone. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the green hair lady has exactly the same shade of hair and the exact same shade color of shirt slash dress. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. It, is, it is a obviously different shirt <laughs> slash dress. But, yes. And are you saying that this is the waiter? That is straight up the waiter. The waiter has a, the waiter has awakened. Bites the bite. Wait, we've all seen part four, right? Hmm. No. Ah. Oh, 
Well, oh. well, you know. Oh, hang on, hang on. I have to delete it and delete this. Don't, Matt, don't open it. What? There you go. It's the same haircut. Same haircut. That's Paprika. Oh, yeah. Satoshi Khan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is is the same haircut. Even with the part in the middle. mm -hmm. So, green hair, green modern haircut, and then purple hair with Satoshi Khan hair style, (laughs) but with purple. Yes. And that's it. Those are the only two female hairstyles allowed. If you're in the military, only then are you allowed to maintain your natural hair color and hair shape. Well, yeah. How else do you determine that someone's the military? Um, yeah. So, anyway, the waiter leaves, snaps his fingers, lights dim. They start playing the national anthem. The whole place is singing along to the fucking national anthem. This is so crazy to me. This is the most awkward moment in this show so far. <laughs> yeah, it really it is. is. <laughs> and the show knows it, too. It's not like it's like unintentionally awkward. We cut back to, after showing the bar, seeing the first three or four lines... <laughs> Uh, we show Yang and Julian, and Julian's like, "So we should fucking leave, right?" Like, and Yang's like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> and then we get uh, Yang and Julian staring at uh, staring at neon posters. Apparently, they just have like a a row of lit posters of each side of this special election. By the way, it's a special election. It's not just a normal election. So presumably it's a runoff for these two dudes. Um, yeah, and the side with the peace guy, whose name is Thorndike. Uh, Thorndike's side, his glowing neon poster is blue with pink text. And then the uh, Togliati side is orange with blue text. Uh, but again, this is full neon-ass poster kind of wild um and yang and julian are staring at the at togliati's side uh and they are commenting on the artistic nature of portraying a man who sucks basically (laughs) like this is a waste of art to put this shitty dude on a poster uh which I kind of like Yang also slaps the poster as he walks away. Um, And then they start walking down this back alley. Uh, They see they hear a fight and they're kind of like, oh, that's a fight. That sucks. Poor people in a fight. And then they're about to walk on. But then a PKC member gets thrown out of the of the tunnel they're in, I guess. The tunnel where the fight's happening. And Yang's like, oh, shit it's the pkc i gotta fuck up i gotta fuck him up and rescue whoever is is uh being beat up because they're nazis fuck them um so he runs in and he's like hey what are you nazis doing and they run off immediately they're like ah we got caught uh yang runs in and they try to help this guy and he's like take me to the peace party headquarters uh so then we get uh, more tangent bait here as Yang walks out and holds up his future taxi card, which is just a card he has that summons an autonomous taxi. Um, 
which okay see, I, all right i was here. thinking more like the taxis are programmed when you they see that credit card and they're like all oh, right <laughs> like money yes <laughs> right but either way there has to be some sort of thing transmitting that he is ready for this taxi right mm-hmm. if it's the credit card can always transmit <laughs> i'm ready to spend money or something puts it into taxi calling mode so this bubbly ass car drives up um autonomous no one's in it uh all the doors open as soon as they get there is it two rows or three rows of seats i think it's three rows dude i can't tell it just it's straight up just the most homery car of all time yes it's only two seats it's only two rows okay and Uh, one of them is like like a couch seat yeah it's like i've never seen a seat like that in real life (laughs) <laughs> no that is that's very interesting and i don't know why you would have it like that because your leg room doesn't get more right mm-hmm. like the person in, that makes the middle seat the most ideal seat which is not usually the case on on uh in cars anyway maybe that's the purpose of it uh so there's also no trunk room here if this is a taxi like that would kind of suck if you're calling a taxi no, you, you can put it no, you could definitely put, like, a suitcase in there. You could put, like, one suitcase, mm-hmm. but not, like, four people's worth of suitcases. Wait, is that back part a bench and not just, like... Yeah, yeah it is a bench. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Huh. I guess it's you weird. could fit one and a half suitcases in the back part, but I don't think the glass opens to allow it. You'd have to <laughs> right. go in the middle the and then oh. lift it over the seat. So, I mean... Maybe it does. I mean yeah. The back seat is pretty roomy, though, so you could also just put it on the floor next to you, and I think yeah, it'd true, be okay. Yeah, true. True. But I, and I mean, there's no driver either, so you could just put it in the driver's seat. Yeah, sure. Um, Treat it like a person; it's riding with you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Julian and and Yang toss this guy into the back lounge couch seat, uh, and then Yang runs around to the driver's seat, closes the door before Julian can get in. And he's like, "Go back home, Julian! You fuck." You can't come. Also, an interesting note, this car has six wheels. I don't know why this car has six wheels. Uh, like three axles, six wheels, basically. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's a big enough car to justify that, but... I think all the cars last episode had six or eight <laughs> wheels, too. I don't think so, but it makes sense to have like passenger vehicles in the future... If you're able to haul enough stuff, have six, the double axle. I mean, to be honest with you, I'd rather see two wheels on the inside than an actual uh, than an actual second axle. But you know what? That's just right. me. That's me getting overly specific with my truck knowledge. Heaven forbid we get overly specific about vehicles. <laughs> Us getting overly specific about anything. Wild to think about. I can't imagine. Hmm. You know, something I haven't noted so far, the entire inside of this car is red as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Every surface is red. That's a a style choice, though. Like, that's fine. It is. It's a a great style choice. No, but I mean, like, that's one of those things that, like, it's not a future thing. The future, that future is now. I have seen that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I almost bought a car like like that. We should all reupholster our cars (laughs) only red. (laughs) Um, no. <laughs> I don't know that they make red leather in that they make red leatherette for me. 
Yes, they should though. They probably um, do actually. They definitely do. But yeah, I also noted that this car has the look and feel of a station wagon, except it's all glass. <laughs> <laughs> like it's got a really long front and then like a station wagon-esque oh jesus just hit the mic station wagon-esque back except glass instead of you know not anyway so uh alan you want to talk about fashion yeah so if you look at julian i actually like his outfit a lot more than like now now that i've actually because this is the first shot you see of him with the actual full frontal as opposed to like having the jacket closed. So he's got that. Yep. What's up? Give us a breakdown, Alan. Ooh. So he's wear so as far as the shoes he's wearing, it's not particularly clear. Uh it looks like they're just some, you know, just your regular Oxford that a teenage boy would have. Like, you know, just your regular generic dress shoes that you're gonna see on everyone has a pair. Kevin, you've got a pair, Matt, you've got a pair. Molly, you might even have a pair, honestly. Like, that's how just ubiquitous these generic dress shoes are, right? Uh, but what I really like is the tie. Like, I really like that, that style of tie. That's called a knit tie. You can tell because it's got the uh, the flat the flat bottom as opposed to the actual triangle tip. Uh, here, let me, let me actually send a screenshot in real quick. I worked in a thrift store for a while, and once we got a whole bunch of old ties in, and several of them had the flat bottom. Yeah, I love that. Kind of like that, yeah. And they were very, like, narrow. Yeah, like, I yeah. have I have one or two ties like that, and they're some of my favorite ties. They're very comfortable. Like, they're usually very soft to the touch, different material. My main thought when I saw this was that he has a very cheap shirt because it has the buttons oh. for the collar. Yeah. As opposed to the little tabs that go inside to keep it stiff. Well, no, I mean, yeah, because the tabs are the way that that they every shirt is nowadays. If you have the old button ones, it's like uh, basically a cheaper shirt. Not even so. That's a so the the shirt itself it also serves to indicate how young he is. So that's a that button down collar is something that's derived from. Uh, from older older sporting shirts, so it's got an athletic heritage. So we typically use the athletic. That's you know something you see on younger people, more casual people. The button-down collar is so way more casual. Not, not, casual. not not cheaper, casual just casual. When it comes to dressy shirt, is cheaper though. You disagree, bro? I have spent more money on button-down shirts than I have on regular shirts. You have probably spent more money on button-down shirts than I have as well. That's not saying much. Than you just made. Yes, exactly. That's kind of the point. However, the ones that I have bought have all been in the last 10 years without those buttons. I still have some that have those buttons, and they are definitely of a cheaper variety. But, like, so you go to Brooks Brothers, you're buying that shirt, a shirt like that for 150 120 which is also, you know, on par with what the rest of their shirts cost. Yeah. Okay. It's something I'm not paying for, to be to be clear. The most expensive I've ever paid for a shirt was 80 Yeah. I usually pay 50 or less, I personally. Usually, I usually I pay, like, buy 30. them on sale. If, if, if they're not on sale, I'm not going to buy them. So, because they're way too fucking expensive, it turns out. Everything about men's fashion <laughs> is way too fucking expensive. Yeah. But also, so if you look at, so like, I'm actually going to break down this entire outfit. 
So if you look at, I can't tell the socks because, I'm, but I mean, who cares? Their socks, as far as I'm concerned, he could have donut socks and it'd still be okay because the boy's 15 years old. Uh, but if you look at the, if you look at in his suit, the lapels as well, they're a lot younger. They're a lot more narrow than even Yang's were, which again serves to indicate, you know, that modern trendy youth. It's a fashion that's become very popular over the last, eh, call it 15 years, which tracks with, you know, early to mid 80s, which is when this would have been essentially coming into fashion over in Japan. Because uh, Japan is famously about a decade behind us in certain things. Uh, the belt is... He actually is wearing a belt, which is kind of cool. Uh, personally, I try to rock everything I can without a belt, but you know what? Do you, Julian. Do you, boo-boo. Uh, you... I love belts. I can't wear pants without belts. You don't wear so a belt it's... with a suit? I wear all my... I wear belts with everything. I just try to avoid it if I can. <laughs> but what's interesting <laughs> is that either one... The animators cheaped out and just drew a belt buckle to give the idea of a belt. Or two, his belt is the same color as his pants, which is Let's really interesting. The second to me. one because it's more fun. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna go with option two as well because you, cool. you gotta you cannot keep talking about this without posting pictures. I yeah, have this up. It's give us like a full body above the waist, and then you start talking about his belt. <laughs> the for five oh, wait, yeah. hold on yeah. a second. It didn't. Oh, it didn't... No, oh no. the belt caught, caught off there. Maybe. <laughs> I was like, yes, from the belly button up, it is a nice suit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. Okay, okay. okay. Hang on, hang on. Uh, yeah, oh, wait, did know... Matt post it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's there. there it is that's a good that's a decent it's well fitted yeah it's, like it's, it's definitely fit to his chest although or it's really roomy at the top mm. because i don't think julian has that broad of a broad shoulders it's, uh, like julian is not a fucking buff dude no he's not Shankoff. he's not walt uh but also- no no i think he is look at the picture where uh winley is sitting on the bed and julian's in like the lazy boy his shoulders are pretty dang broad. He like swims. He's like Michael Phelps oh, yeah, or something. Yeah, you know, you're here's, totally right. Here's the thing, though. That's also a very tailored suit as well. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> it's like that that scene in the Beautician and the Beast where Fran Drescher's just like lose the shoulder pads. Oh, this is all you. But he's twelve, so how does it doesn't make any sense? He like lifts weights or something. Sometimes you. Sometimes it be like that, bro. Sometimes you just get jacked. <laughs> but also, the suit itself is also really helping him in this as well. So if you look at the at how tailored and how how tapered that is, I'm sorry, that's a straight up uh, Neapolitan style of suit. So Alan, Talk Matt posted a question, and it's one that I'm curious <laughs> about too, fashion master. Uh huh. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, just look at his pockets and his pants. They're they're like one's like at the front pocket. of his leg, the other's on the side. You you know exactly what that pocket is. <laughs> this is the future. They're much more sexually promiscuous. No one cares anymore. They're, they have to populate all of these planets, right? So a default of suits these days is a front pocket that your dick sticks out of. It's just, yeah, it's just... I, 
I mean, I was just going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say, like, maybe they just need to adjust sometimes so the future's okay with that. But all right, we'll go with that, too. It's, I mean, if they have to populate 30 planets and they're all as populated as Hynason, which probably as if they can deal with the death of a couple million people every couple years, it's going to be pretty populated. You know, the value of children's lives is not treated very highly, it no. seems. Just propaganda. It's, it's a me, child propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I need to figure. Out how, I need to figure out how to do this. How to get this to play frame by frame. There's a way in Media Player Classic, which it looked like you were using. I am. But uh, I'll figure it out. Keep talking. Also, like, okay, okay, so. They just have a run-in with the the modern space KKK, who they do they do run away. But I mean, they take the political opponent with them, and then he just leaves Julian on the streets alone, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just by himself. And it's like just uh, just go go have some fun. Go 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 back to the hotel. However you feel like getting there, it's fine. I literally don't care. See you later, twelve year old. Yeah, does Julian does Julian even have like a a future taxi card? <laughs> yeah, probably not. Right? That's my first thought. Mm-hmm. I thought he did, but I could be wrong. I you mean, don't see it at least. Yeah. In retrospect, it was better that he left him there, but at the time, not it, not a smart decision. I don't know. Yeah, there's a gang of he KKK out there, mm-hmm. and they're not too far. In the middle of him and Jessica's little thing. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> oh god, I would pay money for that. <laughs> Just cock block. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, this is where you went to school? Hey, what's going on? I want to go here one day. I'm going to grow to be a big, strong soldier. Like Lap. You remember Lap? I like like we're acting like he's like a toddler when he's like, here is your tea and bourbon, <laughs> friend. <laughs> like True. But also he acts like a toddler in mm. some ways. So, mm-hmm. you know, True. what are we going to do? Yeah. Um... So anyway, now that we've uncovered Julian's breeding pocket, uh, oh, uh, don't cut now! <laughs> Strike that! Uh, uh, I'm going home, guys. <laughs> uh, let us move on. After our commercial break fade, we fade back up on Yang driving to the office, the peace party office. Again, every ceiling in the show is is. 20 times higher than any ceilings in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. Uh, the entryway to this office is just extremely tall. Uh, we've got a, a couple of uh, staffers down there on their computers. They see Yang coming in with this guy, and they're like, Yang, you must have beat him up. Yang, you warmonging <laughs> fuck. Which makes no like, sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? This guy's name is Peter, I think. Mm-hmm. Peter? Pitter? Peter. Oh, we I lost your spelled video. spelled it weird. P-E-T-I-R? Yeah. Yeah, so Yang's like, yeah, the PKC fucked this dude up. Why would you assume I did it, number one? Fuck you. And number two, Jessica then appears, and she's like, Yang? Question mark? Uh, we get Yang in, like, a waiting room to meet Thorndike. So uh, Thorndike and Entourage come in, including Jessica, including I th- it looks like some of the same guys from the Yang beat up time. It is. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. There's the bald and guy with like the them... headband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he? It looks like he's wearing a wristband on his head. Right. Mm-hmm. The headband. Headband. Yeah. Um. So they come in, and one of them is holding something behind his back, and you're like, "Whoa, what is? What's up with that?" And as soon as Thorndike introduces himself, it looks like a knife, though. In in that shot, it very much looks like he's about to stab this dude. Um, and his headband holding it. So Yang also looking very Kiryu-esque here. Still, uh, that gray suit is just is <laughs> is divine. Uh, so Thorndike reaches out. For the handshake, they lock hands, and then suddenly Headband pulls out what he's got behind his back. It's a camera. He's taking pictures of them shaking hands. And uh, Jessica's like, what the fuck? What is wrong with you? Pulls out the two Polaroid pictures that were generated, because it's Polaroid still in the future. Um, And he's like, but, you know, we could have used that. And Jessica's like, listen, I know Yang doesn't like doing that, so we're not going to do that, all right? Um, hands Yang the pictures and then he, she's also like we don't use shitty tactics like those other guys Um, so Jessica very much moral high ground here so the next shot we get is uh, Yang and Jessica walking down the a, a forested path which doesn't seem like it should exist in the middle of the city but it is, it's here um, and uh, Jessica's talking about Thorndike, saying that Thorndike lost three sons in, in uh, the Second Battle of Isserlone, which made him join the anti-war movement, uh, reconciliation movement, whatever you want to call it, um, and that he's very against war, hates war from the bottom of his heart. Uh, they're walking to Yang's military academy, which makes a little bit... make makes the forested path make a little more sense i guess but also it's really long fucking forested path um they have a enormous forest outside of this military academy uh uh yeah and uh they get to the gates and jessica's like yeah let's go in it'll be fun haha and then yang's like won't won't it make you sad because she was like, it'll make me sad. It makes me sad whenever I walk by here. Which, I don't know how she would ever walk by here normally. Again, it's really far. It's it's quite a while from the city. Like, you would never walk by here unless you were trying to go here. Anyway, uh, she's like, no, it'll be okay because you're here, Yang. Yang. Oh, I love you, Yang. You're the best, Yang. <clears throat> I like that line. Um, thought it was yeah. sweet. No, it was a good line. It was sweet. Yeah, a, I'm, a, uh, I'm not alone. I'm still now. making fun of it, but uh, it was sweet. I agree. Um, so then they're kind of sitting at a tree, and Jessica's like, "Why did both you and Jean become uh, become soldiers? It doesn't make any sense. You both hate war." And we find out that the real reason is uh, capitalism, uh, because space. Yep, capitalism. S- space capitalism. Oh, that's that's a much better line than what I said. <laughs> yes, because today I'm not alone is why she she's okay to go into the to the place. Surprisingly these gates are just unlocked too. She didn't have to like do anything. I don't know if the dorms are here as well or if it's just the well, whatever. Too many logistics. Um Um and Yang's like there's many reasons. Many reasons. Many reasons. 
Many reasons. And the flashback begins. This is the beginning of our flashback. Uh, it's the very same tree is shown, and a squad of soldiers is running by. They're like, each knee, each knee, fight each on, fight on, um, fight on. Yes, yes, as they as they uh, are running by, and we get Yang <laughs> falling behind yeah. and being a complete fuck up at physical activity. Um, yes, and Sitole is is there uh, at the as the instructor, which was alluded to in an earlier episode where Sidele was like, I learned all of Yang's tricks back at yeah, the academy. Yeah. There's a um, good quote. There's a good quote with that. Unless somebody in else already... or in the previous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, either dusty or Winley says a black hen sometimes lays white eggs when you find out that he's her father. Mm. Cause they, cause they were just Wait, like that. It's, Wait, that's Sitole? Sitole is not Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Who's. They find out that someone high up at the school that they don't like is. It's like the headmaster. Uh, the headmaster? Basically. Yeah. She's the headmaster's daughter or something. That's right. I jumped um, ahead. We can cut that part out. <laughs> we will not. We will leave it in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Yang is doing the same thing he's done in many shots in this show, which is looking at military history on a big ass TV as he lounges back in a chair. Um, and as he's doing that, Gene, Gene Robert Lapp walks up, um, the, the old and dead boy who died in the movie uh, in very dramatic fashion. Uh, or maybe that was... No, it was like... Was that the movie? That was the first episode. episode. Yeah. Episode, episode one and two. Episode yeah. one and two, movie, whatever. Cultured yeah. people watch it, 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 it as movie. Pour one out for your boy, John Robert. <laughs> yes. He John dies in Robert. both episodes. Yes. They have a we flashback. see him die in both episodes <laughs> yeah. over and over again. <laughs> in fact, we might even. Uh, do we see him die this episode too? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. No, we see we see Yang die in a <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, on the dance floor. He <laughs> is murdered by himself. Um, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so Yang walks up, or uh, Gene Gene Robert Lapp walks up, and he's like, "I thought you'd be here." Uh, and this is very similar to Dusty finding Yang doing the same thing in an earlier episode. Um. Gene's like, I can't believe you skipped class again. I can't believe you you skipped simulation class. And Yang's like, running is enough simulation for me, thanks. I'm I'm good. Uh, which I thought was quite amusing. And then they start talking about capitalism. Uh, they're both poor. They wouldn't be here if they weren't poor. Uh, college is free if you go to military college. Uh, but if you don't join the military after you go to military college, then you have to pay it back. So they're kind of just. So I was never part of it, but is the ROTC like that? Like, I just knew it was like the pro-military kids at school. I don't think so. Like, I I think ROTC you still have to pay, but maybe they they do some payment. ROTC is so. Wait, are you talking about like in college or high school? Both. Like. So I can't speak to it too well in college. I'm assuming it's an extension of the of the high school version, but in high, in high school. It just meant that uh, ROTC was just essentially a club or sometimes a class, depending on where you're at, mm-hmm. and you weren't obligated to join, and it was free. 
uh, because the army is heavily invested in, right. you know, mm-hmm. recruiting, especially in, <laughs> especially in my areas. Yeah, uh, where my I went area to too. No. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I forget. You know, in our areas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're always like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. if you go, you won't be as poor. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll have eight seventy five a paycheck, but you know, mm-hmm. a whole eight. It's definitely the same vibe here in terms of, uh, yeah, you can go to college for free mm-hmm. as long as you pledge your life to service, right? Um, which I thought was interesting that they dive into, even if it's only like a single uh, sentence or two. But uh, yeah, Young Yang is portrayed is pretty handsome here too i thought i noted at least i don't remember what he looked like but i wanted to mention that i thought he looked handsome when i was watching the episode um uh gene pulls uh pulls yang out and he's like hey you want to see this thing i found i found something really cool and they go and it's jessica and they're staring in the window at jessica playing the piano and it's kind of awkward and like <laughs> are you um okay uh, <laughs> all right and jean's like so what do you think what do you think about the thing i found <laughs> and uh this is where they talk about jessica being the headmaster's daughter she goes to a music school which is apparently nearby uh sorry my dog's barking um, bye that's him that's him he's a cutie pie uh apparently there's a cross school dance tonight like military combined with music school because military school's all boys presumably question mark even though there's women in the military and music school women only boys don't like music Mm -hmm. so true Yes. So, Gene uh, happens to have two tickets, baby, and let's go. So he's like, Yang, you want to come to the dance with me? And Yang's like, fuck yeah, let's do it. So they only go to the dance to uh, creep on Jessica because that's, that's, the, that's the thing. That's the thing. Um... So, yeah, they look at Jessica talking to her friends and they're like, now's the perfect moment. Although, I guess, first, the fancy dress on these people, different from the noble's dress, there's a giant disco ball in the room, too, which I forgot to mention. Dog yes. <laughs> yes. Enormous disco ball with streamers coming from it around the room. I love disco oh, balls great. so much, dude. Like, I kind of want, I want one in my house at all times. I'm never gonna have one, but I want one in my house at all times. He's out. Yes. Also, this. Also, their dress is insane. How would you even construct clothing like this? Like it's like at upper chest height, from upper chest to top of shoulders. It looks like a vest with a tie in the middle, but below that, below that is pure white buttonovers. It's, it's like, like a they're smock. wearing. Yes, but but also the at the arm seam, the arms are completely white. They do not follow the same color schema. And then the, what you're so talking about, like the it the has to be one patches? piece. Like 
I I hate I hate every single part of this uniform. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all wearing it. All of the military dudes in here are wearing that same thing. It has to be single piece. You see from the back in the earlier shot. Uh, it's it's uh, not, and it's all uh, black on the back. It's a no, it's a, it's not all back in the black. There's a black stripe similar to like a sailor collar, except I think it's just sewn flat, it's basically. A, and then the back, the rest of the back is white. Yeah, like it's definitely yeah, yeah, basically. Sorry, sorry, I meant the at the same height. It's all black, so uh, this has to be a single piece of clothing with the with the fake tie sewn in too. No, it's, it's no, it's too no, it's definitely uh, a jacket, and it's uh, a yeah. double breasted. It's, it's just like a hideous jacket. jacket because of the arm seam. The arm seam makes me unbelieving that it is a jacket. The arm seam connects to both the black. It connects to both the black and the white. It's a hard seam, and it's white the whole way. No, 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 but if you look at it, there's a strip of white in between the black and the white collar of the button-up shirt that's worn underneath it. It's just an. It's a hideous collarless jacket (laughs) that buttons up the front like a chef jacket, but doesn't have a collar attached to the jacket. And then under it, you're wearing a traditional button-up. White shirt and black tie. Correct. I can't imagine I, I how you it. put on the arms here. Uh, it's well, like just, a regular jacket. I just don't understand. They're attached. They're are attached the arms to the jacket. connected to the jacket or are they yeah, connected yeah. to the clothing? They're the connected to the jacket. Because you put, there's like the cuff of the white shirt is peeking out yeah. from underneath. Like you the, can uh, see it. Yeah. Like it's hideous and I hate it, but it's very clearly a jacket you put on over a shirt. The thing about uh, yes, you can definitely see the arms sticking out of there, right? But the is the black part of the jacket. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Because that'll make mm-hmm. it make sense to me. Okay. The it's black is very hideous. It's poorly designed. There's like but a it is, yeah. black part that goes on your traps, and it's this. And it's it's honestly listen. That's your main. And then that's a your main problem. Collar. That's your main problem with it. That and also the the weird cutout collar. Like, yeah. that part hurts me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, the tie interest- is like, what's the point of the tie? It's all painful. <laughs> You're military. The, you tie, yeah. the tie is the worst part of the whole thing. Because it doesn't look good cut off that that much. It looks you know? like the the black jacket that they get on Hell's Kitchen when they get it to like the top five. <laughs> oh level. yeah. Okay. That's what it looks like to me, and they're wearing it over a white button up top. But for some reason, the the flat part doesn't go right up to the neck. It goes like just above nipple height, basically, <laughs> just leaving that square for like the white collar and the top of the tie to stick out. Uh huh. Yeah. It's not a good look. And then they've got like this weird like zipper pocket. Like, why? I say this as someone that has that weird zipper pocket on my favorite coat. That's obviously for their smokes. Yeah, no, I, I'm sure it's like their smokes, or in my case, I use it for my cell phone or keys. But like, it's it's so disgusting. So they can put their hand in it like Napoleon. So I do that too a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Like it, like you, y'all have never seen me in my winter clothing. Yes, that's ex- uh, Sorry, they post. Uh, Mick posted a picture of the Hell's Kitchen top yeah. five jacket. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah, that's it. That's it right there. So, We've solved the I, I mystery. Think the thing that kills me still is the seam for the arms. It's so weird, and I I think I agree. There's just a very strange 
middle cutout. This final picture you just posted, Matt. Yeah. I think there's like a collar on top best. of that black shoulder part. Yeah. The collar is from the too. shirt. No, there's two collars. No, the no, second there's... collar is the jacket collar. There, there's no collar. It's just a poorly designed oh, white strip in yeah. between the black strip. Collar. Yeah. No, it's With the it's a second it, collar. Yeah. The With the emblem on it, yeah. well, it's like a lapel. It's thing. just like from a design wise, though. Like, wouldn't you call that a collarless shirt, even though it's in the place where a collar That's would true. be? That is one hundred percent collarless shirt. It's folded over like a That's collar. That's what I'm saying, though. though. It's folded over. Okay, yeah. It's not okay. like a white stripe, black stripe. It's... Yeah. And this makes it make a lot more sense than the other shot. But I think that's just drawing. Um, just anyway, it, it looks like garbage still. Yeah. I think we're all in agreement on the yes. garbage. Look. I think I know I know why, though. It's to remind the, the, the cadets that they ain't shit. Probably. It's like we had to wear suits under our graduation gowns in high school. You did? Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, we had to dress up. I could have worn whatever I wanted to. Having said that, my parents would have stabbed me if it wasn't a shirt. If it wasn't a full-on suit. I had a (laughs) t-shirt underneath mine. (laughs) No, my parents were like, you will wear the the suit. I have a knife. I am Hispanic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um... It's not fitted is the problem for me. Yeah, there's a lot wrong with it. And this is apparently formal wear, Mm. so that's bad. The formal wear that the women are wearing, I think, is actually interesting in a way that none of the other female formal wear that we've seen in the show, even at Noble Dances, has been. Because that's all been like traditional Victorian era stuff. And this kind of has a pretty wide range. Like Jessica's dress is extremely different from the blue haired girls next to her dress or the light purple haired girls next to hers dress. I love Jessica's dress. Jessica's dress is great. Yeah. Post a picture. Um, to me, to me, they, Oh yeah. Yeah. To me, everybody except for Jessica looks like they're in a 1980s prom and Jessica (laughs) is just doing something else. And that she's the, uh, she's the, uh, manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. Yeah, she's got that, like, she's got a Deanna Troy dress with the asymmetrical <laughs> neckline and from, like, TNG season, like, two or three. <laughs> and everybody else is just, like, early 1980s prom dress from, like, Carrie, basically. And then she's the only one, or, or like, the Enchantment Under the Sea from Back to the Future, yeah, which I guess is the wrong time period, but I guess prom fashion doesn't change that much so true true you can definitely see like a a suit dress if you scroll scroll up to the disco ball picture the girl in green on the right there like she it's got shoulders (laughs) and a collar ah yeah yeah (laughs) but then it's it's also a dress it's true that's a that's a thing though like that's actually a really nice uh really nice really comfortable looking way of dressing dressy wearing uh-huh. Style of dress. Anyway, I, I, I thought it was an interesting look at formal wear in the FPA that we have not seen because no one wears formal wear except military formal <laughs> wear or morning formal wear <laughs> in, in terms of what we've seen so far. Um, but yeah, so Jean and, and Yang are there and they're like, oh, she looks vulnerable now. Let's flip a coin and see who gets to quarter. 
Um, so they do. Uh, Yang calls heads. Uh, Gene calls tails. It's heads. Yang's like, too bad, Gene. I got it. I'm Yang motherfucking Winley. We're going to dance with this chick. Even though he is, as we immediately find out, extremely bad at dancing. And it's pretty awkward watching him just step on Jessica's feet over and over again. She doesn't take lead or anything either. She just lets him fuck up. She's like, yeah, maybe you should have prepped for this, my guy, before you go after the headmaster's daughter. And uh, so this makes Gene step in and he's like, "Uh, how about you take a break, bud? And uh, steps in. He actually knows how to dance. Uh, They dance together well. Yeah. and Yang's kind of against the corner, and he's like, damn, should have learned how to dance so well. <laughs> I feel for him. Oh, God. So many high school dances. Yeah. Um, Two of them that I went to. Yes, it was, it was very... This college is more high school than college, it feels. Uh, just by this dance alone, right? Anyway, uh, oh. so then the, our final shot of this flashback is Yang back watching military history or whatever, and he goes to close the blinds. But outside the blinds, we see Gene and Jessica flirting under the same tree that Yang and Jessica are currently under. Oh, my gosh. Symbolism. <laughs> um, so we fade back out of the flashback, and he's like, Man, I never... Oh, my God. It's the same nonsense garden. <laughs> it's a turtleneck under it this time. What the fuck? <laughs> These poor cadets forced to wear Stop. such such bad clothing. I kind of like this look. I'm not going to lie. It's way better than the it's, dress one. Yeah. It's I definitely think, a look. Yeah. yeah I think it, the turtleneck... And it's all yeah. like one color. Like the turtleneck is one color. The smock is a different color, but just one, not two. Yeah, I can work with this. I guess yeah. the the multi tiered colors of wearing a tie under it is very bad, and then the black on the shoulders, not good. Not. Uh, this makes it look make a lot more sense to me as well. I'm sorry, I was so confused by it earlier. Um, so we come back out of the flashback, and Yang and Jessica are still sitting there, and Yang's like, I never did learn how to dance. And then a very bewildering moment here, as Jessica's like, I was just playing hard to get. (laughs) You should have asked me to dance again. And it's like, wait, so, okay, was Jessica purposefully dancing badly or something? And Yang was okay at dancing, and she was trying to make him step on her feet. Because that's the only way I could see her saying that she was playing hard to get. Because they only had, like, five seconds of interaction. I mean, <laughs> she she agreed to dance with the other person, like with Jean. So maybe... That was the... That was it? That was the playing hard to get part. Yeah. Not the... not the, Like, she's I, very clearly an okay dancer. I don't, I don't think she wanted... hard to get, though. You know, that's well, like. Well, I mean, she could have just been like, "I'm dancing with this dude who's bad at dancing, but I still want to dance with him." So back off, random yeah. cadet. Yeah. I guess so. Or like, pursue I mean, me yeah. from this other guy, yeah, kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Or she could have, or it could just been stuff off screen that we didn't see at all. Yeah. True. Probably. I I also I it's hard for me to embrace some of that mindset in some ways though because i'm very like non-interruptive 
in my lifestyle, especially in a situation like that, is kind of like, well, if you're going to take this other dude, all right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Same. dances, like high school dances, if you didn't go there as a couple, it was maybe more acceptable to dance with multiple people. Like, it's not like she's cheating on him. He could yeah. have asked her to dance again, and he just didn't. So I remember, I remember during my prom, uh, I was actually just talking to the girl who was my prom date as well. Like, I actually danced with a bunch of my friends. Like, it might even be a cultural thing where, like, you know, like, I danced, you know, I had my date, and I had everyone else, and, like, I danced with both of them. You know, like, I danced with, you know, my girlfriend, I danced with my friends, dance with my other friend, dance with my girlfriend again. You know, it's, yeah. it's college, high school, party. Yeah, I think wow. that's normal. I, I can't believe you're just all over the place like that, <laughs> yeah. Alan. Jeez. Two-timer, yeah. two-timer. No, I think that's normal. I also think, like, in traditional dances, like the nobility dances, it would have been normal to just, like, ask different people to dance. Like, I don't know. If right. you're watching like Pride and Prejudice, they all ask everybody to dance all the you time. You have your like dance card or whatever filled out. <laughs> um, Can I get your... the first dance? Can I save right. the last dance? You know, there's implications there. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like prom's a little different than this always classical music stuff, though. You know? Um, but the point does remain... I understand it. It just also is like, well, if Yang fucked up his chance that bad and Gene's chance was the next chance, then, and they go into that a little bit here. He's like, well, I didn't want to step back in over Gene because Gene uh, was in love with you, Um, which is weird and awkward too, Mm -hmm. in some ways thinking about the beginning of this. It, it also doesn't really give the full high school vibe because we only see Gene and Yang mm-hmm. on the dude side. Like, there's no implication that they have other friends at the military academy. <laughs> they probably didn't. They probably didn't. Yeah. Maybe Dusty. They were the poors, the no, the the rich people who went to the military academy. They hung out together and they all knew how to right. dance. Yang's not only poor, but he's not a great student either. Yeah. Yeah. He's a total dweeb with no interest in any of the stuff that it could make you cool. And also, he's bad at school. Bad history nerd. Bad at running. Yeah, and and everyone knows that the history nerds are the lamest of all the possible people at a school. It's just the way it goes, sadly. But, I mean, it's true. Like, I never hung out with the history nerds, and I was the dweebiest of nerds that, you know, was basically Yang. Mm-hmm. And even then, the history nerds are like, "Get away from me, you nerd!" And Yang is Yang's very sad boy here, yeah. trying going back into his history after seeing Jessica taken from him. In quotes, question mark. A uh, little ridiculous. Um, but anyway, so they're back out of the flashback. Jessica's like, "I was just playing hard to get." You never asked, but Gene was head over heels for you. And then she starts kind of crying on his shoulder. Very sad. She remembers Jean. And then they they almost kiss. They almost kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a quote that you didn't mention where she's just like, just for now, can you? And it's like implied that can you be Jean for right now? She oh, says that. 
Yeah, like she says it. It's not a complete sentence. I don't know what the full sentence would be, but it's like. I was thinking it was just for now. Will you hold me? That's yeah, what I was yeah. expecting to yeah. 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 Like I mean, basically that. But then they lean in for the kiss, and it's kind of like, well, just comfort me for right now, kind of. Yeah. yeah. See, I I viewed it a little bit as the return of unresolved sexual tension between them because mm-hmm. you saw Yang was still was broken up about the fact that Jean got her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was like, "You should have asked me to dance mm-hmm. again." Well, no, for sure, for sure. But this is just, like, overcoming the awkwardness of, like, I'm your best friend's dad's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. In this shot, in this gif, uh, like the first shot of Yang's head, he looks very Kiryu here. His hair just fills it in. Um, Who is Kiryu? From the uh, Yakuza, from game. Yakuza series. Oh, okay, okay. I'm the only one uh, who doesn't play that. No, I, I thought you were giving like a cute nickname to Kirky Ice. Okay, <laughs> no. okay. Wait, I know. Thank I you. Uh, <laughs> to send both you guys wait. a copy of Yakuza Zero. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, wait, Molly. I know that you have a PS4. Matt, do you have a PS4? I do, but I don't play it. <laughs> I'm playing Animal Crossing. I played the Spider-Man game. That was the only game I played. It's on PC, y'all. Oh, here, I'll piss you here. I only that, play World of Warcraft. Kiryu. It's the only video game of my life. <laughs> oh, you'll play him. Oh. You're playing Vanilla oh. right now? Oh, well, his hair's all slicked back. He's basically Kira from JoJo. Like, I don't know. Like, How, it's not, no. it's not like, the same haircut. It's not, like, but it rem- the big hair, the big hairness of it is what reminded, made it even more in there for me. Because, okay. again, the gray suit is already yeah. where, where we're yeah. getting the Kiryu. So, I'm going to, I'm going to buy it for you guys right now. <laughs> Give me a second. I, I will not play it. Just please save your money. I won't play it. What? Oh, I can and will I, fight you. It, I will take. I will dramatically take off my shirt and dress shirt and undershirt and suit. You in one. just to turn around with your tattoo because. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I really should. You know what? Oh God! All right. All I'm right. still not gonna play. It. Wait, wait. What's the tattoo? Stand up. Stand, stand up. up. Stand up. Oh, you might be standing. I don't think he we can can't hear see us. It all. Because we can't. Oh, you're right. You're not, All right we saw the wait, wait, wait. Uh, part. Well, you didn't. Yeah, you were out of frame for we most keep, of it. Keep keep the headphones on. Turn around uh-huh. so we can see the tattoo. The problem with the headphones off is that I have to like take my shirt off. Well, well, just don't take. Don't, don't, no, just do yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly wait, like that. Me. There we yeah. go. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, that's cool. Are you gonna color it? Maybe, but probably not. That's good. And that is a reference to this character? Another character. To this game. Okay. Oh, okay. I just kind of uh, figured it's kind of like I a yakuza tattoo that might show up. Oh, okay. Like, like, like crying free men or something, maybe. It is that tattoo, but uncolored. Okay. <laughs> it is literally that tattoo, actually. Wait, wait, from crying free men? No. no. Oh, okay. yeah, I just okay. <laughs> my hope is so. My hope is that whenever I go to uh, Japan, I can go to the top of the Millennium Tower or whatever the actual name of it is. Ah, uh, yes. I'm not that sure what. Cool. I was near there. Like I went around. Um, yeah. Kabuchiko just, and 
any of the Toho Theater. Hmm. You might not yes. be able to get into any of the public baths, though. Well, they make allowances for foreigners, though. <laughs> there are some that are that are like that, and I mean, you know, I've I've accepted my la- I've accepted my thing. <laughs> to be honest with you. Like I've known for a while that I'm not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> we'll just hit up the batting cages and. There you go. Karaoke. You don't really need to bathe naked with Japanese men. Yes, I do. See, he wants to so they can see his That's true. What the fuck? (laughs) You can just have like a slow motion reveal. You're just like, I'm not from here, but look at my tattoo. So, like, I'm thinking of a story that a friend of mine told me where they went on like a. uh, uh, It was like some kind of like uh, parasailing thing. Oh. And there were just happened to be, like, this is in the U.S., and there just happened to be a bunch of old dudes with some cool tattoos on there that were Japanese and had some really young, really young, really hot girls with them. Not like Epstein Young, like 20, 25. Okay. And these dudes were, like, 40s. That, that just happened like to have a, shit. That just happened to have a bunch of money just flashing it around. Young, hot uh-huh. girls and badass tattoos. One of them was missing a pinky. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You can jump around in a water fountain. You know that might be a good excuse. <laughs> yeah. Show it off. You can go to Tokyo Disneyland and then just be like, "Hey guys, look at my tattoo." <laughs> I actually don't know if they have water rides there. Yes. So Yakuza. Yes, I love that gift still. <laughs> Um, you could find your best friend in in Japan and dance, or maybe uh, you have to go to Germany, I guess, and then dance with them in a water fountain. Do that. Take that. Yep. Take that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so, anyway, Yang and Jessica almost kiss. Um, Yakuza comments aside. And... <laughs> Right when they're about to lock lips and begin the smooching, the an explosion happens, and oh no, it's in the direction of the headquarters of the peace party. So they both start running off. Yang leaves his bag here, which I cannot help but note uh, is not there the next day when he comes back. <laughs> um, so anyway, we also get yes. Thank you for pacing this because I didn't write anything down about this, but I thought it was crazy. The future, the future uh, fire trucks, which seem to be just like crane arms <laughs> that are colored red. Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably, they can shoot water out, but that's not shown here. Uh, the building's destroyed. There's a bunch of bodies, um, uh, and. Yeah, the you see Peter. I think he just dies. You see Thorndike, who's severely wounded. He gets put into the back of an ambulance. Jessica gets in there with him, and Yang's just stuck there. And we get the classic clenching your fist as it's down by your side anime shot. He's like, "I'll get him for this, those motherfuckers." Um, who is that? Do we know? Is that just someone random? Some random, but you know who that is. Who? Though, what that is, though—that's an ambulance. No, yes, yeah. the ambulance is great because it's—they've just taken out all. It it goes almost directly to the ground. You don't have to raise the <laughs> the 
Uh, I forget the word for that. The gurney? gurney? Yeah. You only have to raise the gurney like six inches to get it into the ambulance. <laughs> and then uh, Jessica in her 80s suit runs in there as well. Um, Speaking of the the hand clench, like, I... Yang is angry in a lot of this episode, mm-hmm. which I don't mm-hmm. think we've seen mm-hmm. him be. It's, it's interesting. I wonder if that we're going to get more of that. The realities of the political situation are getting to him, it seems. And they're impacting the girl that he almost smooched. Ooh. They did almost smooch, it's true. <laughs> and they fucked up her plans. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Um... But, yeah, so the next shot is like a half second of an old man giving a speech at the academy. Yang doesn't say anything. I don't even know why he had to be there. Uh, Um, I was really disappointed that Yang didn't say anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting him to get up to the mic and just be like, listen here. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So just two two more seconds at the academy, and then we're back at the airport. Yang and Julian are leaving. The news is here again, and they ask Yang for a statement on the explosion. And he says, it's a blasphemy against democratic government. Nothing less than that. Um, Another green hair, pink outfit. <laughs> yes. Character. Yeah. Yeah. But so... Yes, he talks about how it's blasphemy against democratic government. And then he's like, I got to go. I got to get on this plane, y'all. But the news keeps following him. They're like, what do you think about Jessica Edwards taking up the the role of the Peace Party nominee? And he's like, what did you say? And we get Sad Boy (laughs) Yang being like, she did that, huh? Oh, jeez. My notes say sadness levels overflowing. Just... (laughs) He specifically says, so does God. Very, very good stuff. He's very sad. And then we get, then we fucking get this big boy plane lifting off VTOL. Are you fucking serious <laughs> that this fucking plane can vertically take off? It is fucking enormous. W- w- there's no indication that this plane should be able to take off VTOL. That is... No, it's true, though. You're right. I, I actually agree with you 100%. There's like, there's no thruster. There's no indication that it would do anything. It's obscene. This, yeah. Uh, what the fuck? Like, this boy is so thick, there's no reason. Like, the only thing I can think of is that those that those hatches on the bottom are actually just for speed racer-style springs, and it's just reacting to that. <laughs> it is a very slow increase in height, though. It's totally VTOL. Insane. Insane. Vertical takeoff and landing, if you don't know what VTOL stands for. Um... It obviously didn't land vertically, though. It landed like a normal-ass fucking plane. But if it can vertically take off, then it should probably be able to vertically land, too. Anyway. um, I wrote, apparently, VTOL on that big boy. Are you fucking serious? (laughs) Um, So, sorry for uh, my outrage here. We get a little bit of Jessica's speech during this flight, uh, which is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, the aliens guy explaining that it's nanomachines is the reason why it can be tall. I think you're right. Um, Jessica's speech here in this presumably debate is about 
is basically the same as her speech to Trunix, being like, where the fuck are these assholes as they send all of our people out to die? And she wins with an 80%, uh, 80% of all the votes, which, fuck yeah, go Jessica. Landslide Apparently, win. yes, apparently this society is as frustrated with its government as uh, ours seems to be. Was this, like, the next day? How much time between their candidate dying and her, like, getting 80%? Right? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it definitely kind of seems like the next day. We're not sure, though. <laughs> or, I'm not sure, at least. It's, like, they're back at the military headquarters in Heineson. Um, but, like, Yang so is unaware like of at it, the so airport. it's not like she's been debating in, like, uh-huh. in the, yeah. in the well, news, right? Yeah, some people had already voted because she said that the other guy, like the opposition guy, had the lead because of Winley shaking his hand. I thought that was just like polling lead. Oh, okay. I don't know that it was, it wasn't really specified, so it could be that too. That's true. Maybe in the future they don't have a single day that you have to show up (laughs) and, uh, you know. You can change your vote at any time up until the deadline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's something like that. Um, but yeah, so Yang's sitting next to Admiral Greenhill here, uh, and Greenhill's like, yeah, I think that attack really backfired. They probably shouldn't have blown up the fucking headquarters. That was a bad idea on their part. They might have won with Yang's endorsement here without that. Um, and, and Greenhill's like, or Yang's like, oh, well, we know who to blame for that. And Greenhill's like, no, man, it was probably Trunix, like, underlings not really from direction here and they just fucked up uh which is probably true and interesting that green hill is a realist about this um frederica admiral Greenhill's daughter and yang's second in command or whatever uh comes up and informs yang that everyone's ready to meet because he apparently has a meeting but before he leaves, the Admiral is like, you gotta come over for dinner. Mm, you and Frederica sure do seem to be getting along. <laughs> he directs her to invite him. She's like, a weird yeah. move. Yeah. They're right there. He's like, why don't you invite him? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what? You don't like my daughter? Come on. Right. And he's like, bring your, your boy Julian, too. He can come. <laughs> your boy. <laughs> Yeah. Your boy. Come on, come on, come on. You don't, you don't like that? Come, come, come on. She's a uh-huh. fine piece of. Come on, you don't like that fine piece of dinner? Come on. <laughs> yes, yes, and and uh, we get one shot of Yang looking back at the TV, where Jessica gets flowers after her crazy landslide victory, uh, and Yang's like, "Good luck, Jessica. Your fight's important too." Basically, then the narrator's like, uh, too bad though, because uh, next week uh, they got ordered to invade the empire, so it doesn't really matter that Jessica won at all. She couldn't really do much to contain the uh, military industrial complex, so yeah, at least not uh, in the next 24 hours, right? At least not in the next 24 hours. Uh, contrary to Yang's hopes, the flames of war would spread. I'm not gonna lie. That part there seems like a uh, like an it's always sunny title card drop. <laughs> like Jessica, I hope you, I hope that you fight on and you succeed. 
The gang invades the empire. <laughs> A new era of peace begins. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of the the end of this one. So right. sorry it took so long again. Anything what? Else? No, this is a perfect length for this. Yeah. I'm at four hours on this recording. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Two, yeah. Ep- two hours per episode. <laughs> <laughs> like 20 minute <laughs> episode, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Don't listen to us anymore. Just watch the show. Just watch the show. All right. Yeah, anything else that. Uh, any thoughts on this? We didn't really talk about the parallels. Uh, I meant to, but I. Nah. forgot oh, about them well i guess the car thing i mean we already kind of covered it but i guess to me like if you compare them back to back there's like heavy class implications with the uh, empire's cars with the callbacks to like the horse and buggy having a driver having the separation between that and the back area running over peasants possibly because they don't care about mirrors and turn signals <laughs> uh it's like tale of two cities-esque but then in the very egalitarian, supposedly, alliance, they have the Homer Simpson car, uh, which is like just a random, like, everybody's equal and it sucks kind of car. Like, yeah. And I guess that's all I really had about that. They also have the tall people car. Don't forget about that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the obvious parallels. Two terrorist acts being perpetrated. Mm-hmm. That, you know, right, mm-hmm. and uh, there's like a party invitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, people you being used as props for other people's political game. Yeah. Terrorists right. are both unsuccessful. Like they don't assassinate the Kaiser, right. and they don't mm-hmm. unexpected outcomes. Yeah. Right. Uh, ironic appreciation of art. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we. I, I do think it's interesting that on the Empire side, they focus a lot more on the individual deaths than the Free Planets Alliance side did. Mm-hmm. Like, you see a lot more dead people and just, like... There's more, like, terror at the thought of someone being dead mm-hmm. on the Empire side than there is on the Alliance side in the same situation. Jessica is, like, worried about uh thorndike but it's not the running into a burning building to try and rescue her the love of her well, life yeah. i mean that's the key like, well, the thing, right? yeah. because it's the love aspect. Yeah. yeah yeah like you have to realize that that's that's clearly a thing yeah but i i just thought it was interesting that freeland's alliance says the empire is a sun-carrying world but in and what we saw in these two episodes is, hey, we have individuals caring about each other heavily. Oh. And over here, it's like there's a crowd looking at the spectacle of death. But, you know, paramedics are helping, but that's it. Well, we saw people I don't know, maybe caring about there, a noble's but... house exploding on the vampire yeah. side. You could probably blow up a peasant's planet and <laughs> not blink an eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Total, that's definitely the undercurrent, but it's interesting seeing the two sides of it from right. the individual You're still seeing some individual compassion. But I guess if Winley had been there and Jessica had been in the building, I think he would have run it. Mm-hmm. Maybe? Yeah. Probably. But he's also pretty different than everybody else around him. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And and I don't know that it says anything about the the wider view of it. I think that it's a very specific choice to say, even though from the wider view these are opposite, you see the ah. the the bigger focus on the empire side of individual care and then the free plants alliance side is looking at it more from the higher view of like the the fallout of this person dying or being close to death is that jessica becomes the de facto leader and winner of the free of the peace party (laughs) side anyway just yeah yeah that makes sense so wait what position is she in now like is she like a congressman, a senator. Okay, I was like, the say? winner of the special election. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So she's basically just a senator, congressman. Okay. Not the president. Not on, and not in the cabinet. Like, uh, like Trump nicked. Trump nicked. That's him. <sighs> yeah. Okay. I really like that. She's a politician now. I think that's a cool angle for her character. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to last. Just because. Well, yeah, she's going to be a problem, right? For Trinity. Yeah. And he already made this deal to, like, spare her life. So that if Yang does a little, you know, show for everybody that he's supportive of the military and. Then she's going to be there like, fuck the military. <laughs> That's obviously <laughs> right. going to cause right. those uh, KKK guys to do some shit. Yeah. Well, she'll at least have like her secret service members now. She's in the in politics. <laughs> right. Although Possibly. maybe Trinic owns them too. Right. You know? Probably. True. Everyone in this. Maybe the Rosen well, Ritter. Beer posse. Right. <laughs> the Rosen yeah. Ritter's protector. Even in the like, the college town bar though they were extremely nationalistic because mm-hmm. they all started singing the national anthem. If the national anthem yeah. started at any bar I go to, <laughs> I don't think anyone would start would break into fucking. No, song. not at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. No, <laughs> this is like peak post nine eleven. Immediately post nine eleven, mm-hmm. like yeah, and even beyond that. Yeah. Oh. oh, this is this is that video of the Chick-fil-A after, um, God, I can't even remember what it was. Was it Trump getting elected or something? But it was everyone in the Chick-fil-A singing the national anthem in line. Oh. It was crazy. That's weird. What I'll a nightmare. Well, that sounds that, awful. I'm going to head out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Later, man. I'm gonna head out soon too because I Have am. Excuse me. Tired. It was the fake national anthem. Proud to be an American. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or God bless America. Excuse me. There's so many of these actually. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, God bless America, America has a slightly different vibe than proud to be American. Yeah. Yeah. American. One of those. Like... <laughs> That's Jingo. That's pure That's, That one's there. really funny to me. Yeah. yeah, they had that guy I at first the heard that in, like, Niner Stadium like, last weird. season play during halftime. <laughs> it's really weird. Oh my god! <laughs> well, anyway, thanks everyone, and thanks for listening. If assuming I ever put this together, and uh, I'm sorry it was four hours long. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you know, let's break it, it up fun. into two episodes. <laughs>